All right, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Week in Crime with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo, and this is my partner, my co-host Angel Masonette. What's up, buddy? Qué pasa? What's going on? Como está, amigo? Aquí, como el pan chiquito. Nadie okay. me quiere. <laughs> what is that the little the little bread at the end the little piece of bread nobody wants end? me yeah uh, the little the culito of the bread uh, yeah yeah you save that one for the very end <laughs> then you make a culito sandwich that's right <laughs> let's Best give it up to everybody is. everybody in the chat that got here early tonight i saw you out there hello michalina serino how are you Michalina says, say my name, say my name. She likes the way I say Michalina. Oh, yeah, nice. Nikki. Hi, Nikki. She says <laughs> hi to Mark and Angel. Hi, Angel. Hello, Nikki. Alley Cat. I like the way she spells it. A-L-I-K-A-T. She says hello, everyone. Mm. Raquel Pranzo. Wouldn't be a show without Raquel and Peter in the house. I the Pranzos. The Pranzos. Best we couple ever. We love um, Hey, Mark and Angel. Love the logo. And Eminem. What's up? Ruth Ann Griffin. She also <clears throat> says hello, Mark and Angel. Um, hey, and then Nikki's they, they start saying <clears throat> hi to each other. And uh Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> she joins us. She says hello to everyone as well. Uh, we have a very exciting show for you tonight. Um, you know, Angel went out of his way to point out that um if I could keep my burping down to a minimum during the show, which now he asked me some, he says, uh, can you not eat before you go on the show? Cause you're always burping. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's my, uh, that's my GERD, my acid reflux from nine 11 working down there and breathing all those, that stuff. in. now I got this. Uh, so now I made him feel bad. Now I feel guilty. <laughs> For about 20 Rico seconds. Ricardo Garcia. He says, hello from the two eight Ricardo Garcia. Ricky Ricardo. You know, Ricardo. No, <laughs> no, right. I don't think Go so. On. Wait, I gotta see his face. He's from the uh, <clears throat> from the two eight. The two four, eight four four nine seven. Is that the hole? That's the hole in the donut, right? The two. No, eight. the two six is the hole in the. Oh, donut. okay, okay, okay. The two the two eight is the <clears throat> hub. Gotcha. That's where we used to bring our purpose to drop them off, so we didn't have to drive all the way down to Central Booking. Oh, my first investigator was there out of the two eight. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. My first investigator, I'll never forget him, man. He had a lazy eye. Like me. Yeah, like one eye, he'd be looking at me. The other eye, he's like, he's over here. So I'm like, who the hell is this guy talking to? He used to look around <laughs> like, is this guy like with a me? Flounder. He looked like a flounder. He was really good, man, because I didn't know how to write my letters. The only thing I really had on record was my, um, you know, red light tickets and maybe a speeding ticket. That's the only thing that was, like, holding me back. And it held me back for six months because I had to like write all these letters and then prove that I can drive without oh, shit. Um, getting into uh, you know another summons. Was your um, the the arrest when you got arrested for patronizing a prostitute? You were underage when that happened. That was expunged from your record. Actually, I knew the guy, so they uh, <laughs> he, he he vouched for me. <laughs> Dude, uh, I yeah. had I had so many parking tickets, right? And before I could get on the job, I had to pay them off. So I borrowed uh -huh. the money from my stepfather. And him and my mother broke up, right? And then when I got on the job, you believe that idiot took me to he took me to small claims court and sued me for the four hundred dollars that I borrowed. Why didn't from you him? just give it to him? He didn't ask me for it. All of a sudden, I ended up in court. 
all of a sudden you get a summons before you get yeah. this before you get the summons you say listen i got your money right here brother he took hey, listen, 400 bucks, out. especially back then, 400 yards. What are you kidding me? <laughs> Gina G says, Mark, you were in my area for two shows in New Jersey, and I couldn't make either one. Oh, well, lucky Gina. for you, Gina, I will be back. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Maybe next time you're in my neck of the woods. Yes, I definitely will be. I do a lot of shows in Jersey. They were both very a lot of fun, as a matter of fact. Thank you. Uh, if anybody here came out, they were a lot, a lot of fun. Jen Low, $400 in tickets. That's worse than me. It's also $400 in tickets 30 years ago when yeah, parking tickets, a ticket yeah, was yeah. $5. Yeah. And there was like, you know, they didn't even escalate the tickets. Now, so you must have had like a, a whole right. trunk, trunk full All of right. tickets. All right, Dad. Let's no regard. On. No Let's regard for the law. I was a menace. I was a menace to society. <laughs> Peter Pranzos joins us. Had a bunch of speeders is. from drag racing with my 65 GTO. Oh, I bet you, you did. Yeah. I bet you did. Hey, listen, those GTOs, man. The GOAT. Oh, they don't make them like that anymore, man. No bar or no car, baby. Well, they kind of sort of do. I mean, you have you have a nice car. so um, I took it out today. It was nice. You did? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm Took a first spin. I got 460 miles on it now. I can't launch her until she has 500 miles. So we got low waist. Really? Oh, that's yeah. it, huh? I'm mm-hmm. going to take the uh, the Elantra out later on into the city for <laughs> tell some jokes in a little while. I got a 2016 Hyundai Elantra, <clears throat> folks. Hold on to your seats, ladies. <laughs> Don't all get excited at once. Woohoo. <laughs> My, my my car looks like a junkyard inside. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, it's so uh, bad. Uh, Rachel Raquel says, "I never got a ticket. I just flash." <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, I thought you meant something wow. else. I just read you just flash, and I was like, "Oh, that's something Peter ta- taught her." No, but she said, "Pete, it's courtesy card." That is okay. Oh, okay. Uh, you got us. <laughs> you had me on that one, Raquel. You had we me on that was, one. You know. <laughs> Uh, let me tell you something no disrespect pete no disrespect no listen let me tell you something if you're an attractive looking female back in the day and you got a summons check your attitude okay sweetheart that's right because uh hey but there was guys that were like did you ever see that meme did you ever see that meme that it says uh it shows a cop in front of a a car and there's this girl with like you know a cleavage shown and she's like oh don't Uh you I thought you only. I thought you never gave summonses out to good-looking women, and the cops like, "You're right." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a trick, ladies. If you're out there and you're single and you get pulled over, um, I, I wish I could give credit to the female comic that told me this. Might be Lori Kilmartin that said it. One, oh, man, I hate to get it wrong, but anyway, this was her joke. When she first met me, she found that I was a cop. She said, "Oh, Mark, uh, I used to date a cop." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." She goes, "And one day I didn't have a, um, I didn't have a PBA card or anything on me, and I still got out of the summons." And I said, "How'd you do that?" And she says, "Well, the cop came over to me, and he asked me for a license, and I said, "I'm dating, um, I'm dating a cop." And the cop says, "Well, do you have a PBA card?" And she says, "No." He goes, "Do you have any proof?" He goes, "She's not really." He goes, "Well, how am I supposed to believe you're dating a cop?" He goes, "Well, he's married." And, uh, <laughs> that was it. I got started laughing. He goes, "All right, get out, get out of here. Tell that guy to stop oh, fooling no. around." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's horrible. 
All right, I think it's about time we get to some news stories here. Let's go, let's go, let's Kathy go. Kathy Bates, before, before we do, Kathy Bates says, woohoo, I missed my 87 Camaro. I used to get pulled over speeding. I got oh, a lot of tickets. Yeah. The good old days. That's right. All right, we're going to do some, we're going to tell <clears> some stories. <throat> They're not fun stories, though, man. I had. I hate to tell you, man, we had a bad week crime-wise, bad week with the war. It's it's not looking good out there, folks. Um, Here we go. This poor lady, her name is uh, Nina Rothschild. She's 57 years old. She's a New York City healthcare worker. She works in Long Island City. And she was uh, heading home, Queensboro Plaza, taking the train home, when she was um, violently beaten with a, violently beaten with a hammer over the head. Um, I have some video of the attack. I don't know if, whether you want to really see it or not, but it's it's pretty it's pretty uh. It's pretty devastating. I don't. Um, I don't know what to tell people. This happened at 11 p.m. <clears throat> by the way. Just so you're. Uh, just be careful if you're on the train. If you got. If you have to take it, folks. Um, here's some footage. Attack in the subway. An urgent search tonight of the suspect who followed a woman into the Queens Plaza station. This guy carries a cane, by the way. Beat her over the head with a hammer. Jesus. He now offering up a reward to help bring him in. And the victim's brother speaking out. Wow. Mostly, she's live now on the Upper East Side with the very latest on this senseless attack. Jess. Good evening, Lori and Steve. The victim, Nina Rothschild, was brought here to the hospital. As of this afternoon, her brother tells us that she was in the trauma unit. She underwent surgery for a fractured skull. He tells us that he spoke to her over the phone and that she remembers in detail this horrific attack. Surveillance video capturing the brutal attack of a woman being hit over the head with a hammer over and over again oh, as she walked man. down to catch a train at the Queens Plaza subway oh. station in Long Island City. This is an unprovoked, brutal, and appalling crime on a woman who was just trying to get home after a day's work. Police say this was a robbery. It happened at 11 Thursday night. The victim, 57-year-old Nina Rothschild, who is a senior scientist for the New York City Health Department, had just left work and was heading home. The NYPD says the suspect followed her from the street into the subway station. A male approximately six foot tall, wearing a dark jacket, blue jeans, and with a cane, follows her down the stairs. He grabs her purse, kicks her, and strikes her numerous times with what appears to be a hammer. Gerson Rothschild, <clears throat> the victim's brother, tells Fox 5 his sister fought back. She kept saying stop, stop, and was uh, trying to hold on to her bag and run away. Nina was rushed to the hospital in critical condition. Well, the good news, folks, is that the NYPD did a phenomenal job, and they caught this guy. This <clears throat> is the... This is the piece of shit that did it. Look at that. He's 57 years old as well. I have no, he's got to be out of his mind. I mean, why the hell would you do anything like that? He's walking with a cane. His name is William Blunt. He's been apprehended. Um, do you know why he did it? Go ahead. He robbed her. They, they leave that part out of the story. No, they no, he, yeah, yeah. You see him taking the purse from her. Though. No, no, no. But nobody, none of the news outlets, that reported this, they just reported it as a hammer attack. They don't report mm -hmm. it as a robbery. Mm -hmm. It was a robbery. It was a robbery, 
And they also, of course, and I know this is controversial, but I'm going to say it, they leave the race out, right? It was that nobody says it was a black man, even Isaac, when he was talking about it. He, he says it's a male, six feet tall, black jacket, you know, with a cane. He doesn't say male black. It's mm-hmm. just, I mean, it's just blatant to me. It's just blatant. It's blatant. Yeah. Um, it's hard to it's hard to understand. Well, Mayor Di- Mayor Eric Adams was really, really upset too. Um, they have a new strategy when it comes to dealing with what they're dealing with down inside the subway uh, and on top on the L trains. Uh, Mayor Adams uh, deployed special specialized teams to provide services to people experiencing mental health issues or homelessness, along with adding more NYPD officers. They call it a civil <clears throat> a civil strategy. Unless your strategy means going up to people and asking them to save the ABCs, they look a little crazy. And as soon as they start going, blah, 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 take them away, put them in the car, and bring them to a mental asylum, it's not going to work. Um, it's going to cause more confrontation. Again, right, the police uh, are the front line, right? They're always placed in a precarious position by these politicians. Because if, if I'm a cop and I'm walking around with a, a healthcare worker, right, or a mental health advisor, counselor, whatever you want to call it, and I go up to a, a homeless person, which, and we've touched this topic before, a lot of them want to be homeless. Like you said, they want somewhere to keep their stuff, but a lot of them choose to be homeless. I know my experience when we had the homeless outreach unit, when it would go below 20 degrees, we used to have to go to the parks and make them go to the hospital and take them out of the park. The cops are going to get into more confrontations with these people, and it's going to get, it's going to get worse. The, the cops are going to have to fight with these people to get them to go to the hospital or to get them to go to shelter, and the police are going to be the enemy again, as usual. I think the these uh, these major cities have done a disservice to the people that they're supposed to be, uh, the taxpayers, the people that they're supposed to be looking out for and taking care of. And by that I mean this mental health issue. They're all in the subway. Um, look at this one. This, I, I mean... You say to yourself, no, this could, one. You couldn't get any worse. I mean, no, this is this, this is this is that's woman that's savagery. Come on, woman pelted with human feces while waiting for a New York City subway, unprovoked stranger. And if you want to see that video, this is gross. This is this is a different type of animal right here. Hold on, he's a I, savage. Don't even call him an animal because animals don't do shit like that. Watch this. He's holding a bag of shit. The lady's shit minding her lady's minding her own business. It's upsetting, he man. He doesn't even stop. Well, the good news is we got a good picture of this guy. Uh, hopefully somebody knows him here. That was 200, 241st Street subway yeah. station. Yeah, that's in the Bronx that took place. Um and that's at five fifteen in the afternoon. By the way, it's it's, it's, it's savage. I mean, this, that's the perp right there. If anybody knows this guy, um, contact uh, <clears throat> Crime Stoppers. It's. Um, I mean, what do you? That woman is. It's, it's. I would sue the shit out of the MTA and and everybody else if I was her. I mean, it's disgusting. It's it's horrible. There's no, there's no, you know, in, in New York City, everybody who commits a crime 
is now all of a sudden mentally ill and every victim is lacks empathy because they don't fall they don't fall for that fucking narrative it's it's just this lady um was miss Ro- miss rothschild she's a city worker okay mm-hmm. she works she's a scientist um and you can already tell if uh, uh, her brother's statement was um basically one of almost forgiveness in a way i'm trying to find a he basically was he said uh, nina would it be hopeful that the individual would get the treatment he needs during his time of incarceration which i like i like the ending of that during his time of incarceration that's the most important thing to get these people off the street get them out of the subway off the street off the corner Put them somewhere. I don't care if you feed them. You give them video games. They can't play nice with other people. They can't be in public. They sh- they have to be by themselves or with uh, and just mon- you know just keep them out of society. That's I what care. Prisons were bit for, uh, built for. I care if they give them video games and, and fucking tablets because I don't want my taxpaying dollars to pay for these savages that are fucking attacking people for no reason. To have them playing Tetris or uh, uh, Call of Duty on my dime. I don't want it. If you do something like this, listen, the guy puts on his pants one leg at a time. He gets up every morning. He's not that crazy. I don't want my money to be spent coddling this idiot. Put him under the jail. I want him to be happy wherever they are, and I don't want him to ever leave. If you want to have your (laughs) wife and kids come and stay with you, you want mom to stay with you, give him another bed. Keep him off the streets, off off the subway get him out of our society i agree with that i'm trying to find it somebody said we should hit him in the head with the hammer oh listen listen (laughs) i get it Uh, i i'd get in line for that uh peter pranzo reopen the jails and mental wards mandatory sentences for violent crimes and gun possession quality of life offenses sweep arrests on subways and target street locations um peter i'm putting you back in charge (laughs) i agree with you 100 percent Let's see uh, if Adams could hire Peter instead of his brother. You know, that's the thing. It's like walking around and talking to these people that are mentally ill doesn't solve anything. You need to collect them and bring them somewhere. Can we can, uh, we? can we? Can we? Can, can we have a concession here? Let's concede something. Mm-hmm. Not everybody who commits a crime is mentally ill. Can we just say that? Uh, yeah, but that you're missing my point. My point is, the guy that pushed it down the stairs has to have something wrong with him. He's walking around Why? with a hand. Because he has a hammer and he's beating a lady over the he head. He's a hunter. There's nothing wrong with him. He wanted money. All right, so he put him in prison. Him. How about cocky man? Cocky man too. Fuck that guy. Listen, I don't I listen. Like I, to, you don't. You, you're on the I misconception. Would, I don't I care like where they. I just want them out of circular. I, I want them out like of population. To be the detective who got this guy and brought him into the box, and he tried to do something so I could break his jaw. That's what that guy needs. That does that shove the shit mm. in the lady's face. He needs his jaw broken. That's what that's what that guy needs. Uh, well, I don't even know if that would help him. I, uh, maybe it hitting might him not help the, him, but hitting him in the head with the hammer doesn't hurt, though. At least it, <laughs> it really doesn't. It gets the frustration out. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. Pack of robbers steal five hundred thousand in goods from a New York City store. Seven robbers went into the real real store and stole pricey purses, watches, and jewelry, and. Um, it's still going on, folks. We can't cover it all. The problem is every single person needs their own cop. 
There's not enough <laughs> cops. True. It's true. There's just oh, not yeah, enough yeah. cops. You know, this is what happens when you let when you let the cat out of the bag. Okay, the chickens these- are coming home to roost. Right? You ever heard that expression before? Yep. Yes, you have. For yeah. all the people that wanted to defund the police, for all the people that were were pro closing down the jails and um, and letting everybody just be, this is what you created. Good for you. There's no consequences. It's like, and I said it before, it's like having a bratty-ass kid and not holding them accountable for anything, not giving them any sort of consequences. If you let them do whatever the hell they want, they're going to continue to get worse and mm-hmm. worse and worse. If you if you catch them with their hand in the cookie jar and you don't slap them in their, on their head and you just, oh, it's okay, Timmy, it's okay, just take this cookie this one last time, and they're going to graduate to all the shit. So mm-hmm. this is what happens. There's no consequences, and these people keep graduating to worse shit. And you know, and then and then and then you have these people, like these city council people, which ninety nine percent of the people that that are on the city council in New York pride themselves as police abolitionists, and you know they want to under the uh, and I said this before under the guise of social justice. Oh, you know, it, it's disproportionately black and brown people, kids are being arrested, so we have to let them go. How about black and brown kids stop committing crimes? Mm-hmm. They won't be in jail. I mean, it's that simple to me. I don't know. I grew up in a city. I didn't. I never was locked up. I don't get it. Yeah, I didn't even remember this type of violence when I was growing up in the seventies and eighties. I mean, obviously there was crime. You know, the joke used to be that you take your dollar for your mugger every day. Your mother gives you a dollar so you can give it to the person that's going to rob you either in school or on your walk home. But it was like, give me your money. This is it was strong arm robberies. Yeah, it was yeah, but it robberies. wasn't. It wasn't yeah. unprovoked hitting with a no. hammer. Absolutely not. People are savages, man. It's crazy because they're not being held accountable because everybody goes on the news and they start crying. Oh, this person is mentally ill and they need help. And then, you know, they they have already made excuse. Well, thank God that lady's okay that got hit with the hammer, man. She's not okay yet. She's in critical condition still. Well, the, the brother said that he talked to her and she seemed coherent, and that just could be shock working. Right, yeah, of Wait course, till the, yeah. the swelling goes down and all that stuff, man. Who knows how much damage she's going to have dents in her head, God forbid. I mean, it's disgusting and horrible. I mean, listen. Uh, it sucks. See, um... My daughter takes a train in the city, uh, like, on a daily basis. It's, it's horrifying for me as a parent. You know, I'm constantly telling her, put your back to the wall. Don't let anybody get behind you. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but you know, the funny thing is it doesn't really make that much of a difference. You see that lady sitting there by herself. It's 5.15 p.m. Yeah, you're There used to be this term. It used to be called broad daylight. Yeah, right. The reason why they call it robbed in broad daylight means that usually it's after the sun goes down, bad things happen or -hmm. could happen. It wasn't you're sitting there minding your own business um, at at, at 5.15 rush hour on a subway and, and, and get attacked like that. So... Uh, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's, you know, it's like- bad too. What's bad? A, a bad part about it too is that because of this pandemic, there was nobody around. Normally at five fifteen, that platform would have been packed with people, right? And well, she was leaving out of the Bronx to go to Manhattan. It's usually yeah, the but other still, way. but still, there, there would have been more people around. Kids going to school, kids coming out of school. Um, you know, just people around, subway workers, anybody. She was sitting there by herself at 5.15. That's unheard of. Yeah. Well, it's also good that we're getting rid of these mask mandates because we're going to start seeing people's faces again. 
Yep. And because uh, I could show you, I, I had a collection of um, uh, videos that I was going to play, and it's all uh, robberies in in the subway in this yeah. last week, and it's always two, three kids, uh, four, and everybody's got the face mask and the hoodie on. You can't ID these kids, man. They're all wearing the same clothes, the bubble jackets. All um, white kids, right? Yeah. I, well, not from the not from the their eyes, you can't tell, but um No, they're not white kids. <laughs> they're they're uh, and they're robbing, man. They're going they're going off. They're going Stick off. up kids, up it, puppet. If if they're not going through the the subways, and then like I said, they're doing these things. Where was that? That smash and grab thing right here. Yeah, uh, five hundred thousand. That's a lot of. That's a lot of. Uh, that's a lot of stuff right there. Five hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff. You know. So so the consequence, right? Besides obviously the store losing the the, the stock or whatever because they haven't shut the con the, the the broader consequence. Is that insurance is going to go up for these stores, which is going to end up going to the consumer, which means we're going to end up paying more money than we're paying already. It's all a, tri a trickle down effect and people fail to see this for some reason. Right. Everything just with these auto thefts. Right. The catalytic converter thefts. All that stuff is making insurance go through the roof along with gas and along with everything. Everything. Yeah, what's with let's, the catalytic converter thing? I saw a video Brandon. the other day. They pull up next to a car. The guy gets out of the car. He rolls on the ground underneath the other car. They're waiting at a light. He goes under yeah. the car. He takes the catalytic converter, and then he jumps back into his waiting car right next to the one. Um, what does it do? I don't know that much about but cars. What's, uh, in, what's, inside why do you need the catalytic, what's inside the catalytic converter is worth, like, I, I would say 25% of the, of the entire vehicle cost, right? The so, emissions stuff? Yeah, yeah, all that stuff—the metals in there and all that shit that's in the catalytic converter—is is what's uh, it's what's driving this stuff. Because you, they go to scrapyards and they sell it, just like the price of copper, right? The price of copper is through the roof. It's at like mm -hmm. a twenty-five year high. You're talking about yeah. five dollars, five dollars a pound for copper. You know, it's 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 all this stuff is it's a trickle down effect, right? Because of it, this is this is what these junkies and these thieves need to feed their habits and to. You know, continue their reign of terror, so to speak. You know, they 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 go, they do catalytic converters, they do. It's just it's a trickle down effect, and the, and the regular good guy consumers like us end up paying the price because my insurance went up probably one hundred and fifty dollars a month from last year. What car, car insurance? insurance? Yeah, yeah. Up there. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you got to build a more security on the garage yours with that car. Listen, I got my AR fifteen. There ain't nothing more secure than that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. Hey, listen, if you think you're safe just being a cop, check this out. Intruder oh, sneaks into the NYPD precinct. Five two. And he's caught in the commanding officer's room. Carlos Luciano was found inside the five two precinct headquarters on Webster Avenue in the Bronx. Now the only good thing that came out of this story, because I remember like thinking to myself, man, heads station, whoever was station house security that day. No station house uh, security. Pack Everybody's up your on stuff, all out. Pack up your stuff and pick your precinct. Well, pick, you're going somewhere far Island. away. <laughs> but the truth is, is that guy snuck in through uh, a window, a first floor window on the side of the precinct. Why? So are you still responsible as a station house security? Technically, yeah. But at least he didn't walk through the front door. 
You think they really have station house security now? There's not enough cops. They're all got to be on the street. Our Adams is making everybody, all the house mouses, all the house mice. Well, they got to are... have somebody there. They got to have a desk sergeant. He's got to have somebody with him. Maybe a TS operator doesn't mean they're watching the outside of the precinct, right? You know, it was funny you mentioned that. I don't know who did it in the 2 6, but they wrote a note and they put it on the front door of the 2 6, uh, cl- close for lunch, go to the 2 8. And people were going. People were, <laughs> the door was open. They never closed. But I had, uh, that was a big, that was a big thing. That I had, was a big thing. Uh, when I was a rookie, I had a lot of force excessive force complaints so they made me drive the sergeant uh once uh once a week and i had to drive to the platoon commander the midnight platoon commander once a month right so he can keep his eye on me mm-hmm. so i was doing you know car stops and getting into foot pursuits and getting guns while i was driving the lieutenant so the lieutenant was like that's it we're not going out every time you're driving me we're gonna you know you're gonna be stationed on security mm-hmm. so i was in a four-eight it was on park avenue and under the cross bronx so i would stand outside of the four-eight and I would do car stops of people turning off of Park Avenue, and I would make Dewey <laughs> collars. <laughs> it was oh, no stopping me, man. It was that's no stopping me. I had to pay the bills, man. I had to pay the bills. Let's see what we got. Rio with Robo. <laughs> Hi, welcome back, Rio hey. with Robo. Haven't seen you in a while. I thought they were about to call me out for sneaking into the precinct. <laughs> She's jiggling. <laughs> She all her tattoos should be easy to identify. She's got like twenty eight tattoos. Yeah, man. That's another like. Listen, no matter what you say, that's another crazy person. <laughs> Wait, the tattoos or the person who snuck into the precinct? No, the person who snuck into the uh, the precinct. I mean, that's something you're doing, and you just what? the, the windows it, open. What is it with you and this crazy shit? Like, it's just it's, it's a person who's an idiot who decides to do something stupid. Uh-huh. They don't necessarily have to be clinically insane. I yeah, maybe you're right, but we, the thing we agree <laughs> on is they should be put away. I don't. know. I'm not saying let them go. I, I agree don't with think, that. Yeah. I don't think any no, therapy is going to help them. I know. I know. You know, I don't think therapy is going to help them. I think they need to be put away and and, and far away, stay away. CC uh, still illegal to cover your face in public. Always was. Yeah. Well, um, without the yeah, she said still illegal in New York City. You're not allowed to wear a mask over your face. That, unless you're unless there's a freaking pandemic right yeah so um if you yeah. want to walk around in the subway with a mil mascaras mask on no you, you can't you can't yeah. you know and i mean you could during the pandemic because you know not only was i a wrestling fan i was also protecting myself but um <laughs> you walk around like the uh like the bank robbers in point break with the president's the president's oh yeah mask. yeah president mask yeah those are, those are creepy man ronald reagan yeah. was a leader Patrick Swayze. Yeah, I remember that. That was a great movie. That was great. And then for some yeah. reason, they remade it. I don't understand it. No, I, I, I didn't see the remake. Everything. I didn't Me see neither. the remake. But I, I saw the first I five minutes of it and they shut it off. It was stupid. Not like you... Patrick Swayze and Johnny Utah. The guy with the best one was, uh, what's the guy? I want you to go in there and I want you to get me two meatball sandwiches. Not one, <laughs> two. You get it? And he goes, not yeah, one, the cop, the cop two meatball sandwiches. What's it? What's it? <laughs> Gary, Gary, Busey, Gary, Gary Busey, Busey, yeah, Busey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. He's great, Gary Busey. Yeah, you turn that one little good. line in the script that could be him and Johnny anything, Utah, and he, yeah, and it, you see his whole, whole personality through that. That's the great acting. That was a great movie. Yeah, real with Robo. <clears throat> this is why they need to let the NYPD loose and then back them up. <clears throat> the governor, the mayor, are still crap. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now, real with Robo. I don't know how many more people have to die. 
or get hit in the head with hammer or, or feces smeared on their face waiting uh, for a train. But it's not enough yet. It's nowhere near enough. And it, it, I can't imagine when, when it's going to come to an end because that would mean that these people were wrong. And a lot of these people, they're never, ever, ever, ever going to admit they're wrong. Because that yep. means they would have to open up their brain and learn something else, and they don't want to do that. The only time, the only time these politicians or these limousine liberals, like I like to call them, the only time they decide to start changing stuff is when a member of their family is affected. And I don't wish that on anybody. I don't I want don't anybody's even kid. That. I don't I want don't anybody's kid that. to be shoved in front of the train. I don't want anybody's mother to have feces shoved in their face. I just, I, I just wish these people would would understand See, I, that. I, I disagree with citizens. You. I, I think over if you're a progressive, criminals. I think if you're that type of progressive person, you don't even care about your family. You might be right. Maybe your kids. You might maybe, be right. but yeah. you're not going to change your ways. You're not going to admit you're wrong because you've already cut off any type of dialogue or discussion with with. with There's people. no civil discourse. There's no civil discourse. So once you do There's that, no, you don't no. want to hear it. I, the last well, thing I, I mean, give... shame on me for having a hope in humanity. You know. Jen Lowe, she will definitely have permanent brain damage, seizures, etc. I hope not. Yeah, yeah. I hope not. We pray, for, I pray for her. My God. Graham, Graham Bam, she says Mace. Uh, Mace. Mace, yeah. Mace. Mace you That's can't what they shoot. used to call me. Mace. Yo, Mace. Uh, unless you have Mace uh, like uh, just excluding from your, your body as you're walking. That lady was walking down the stairs. That guy was behind her. That guy was behind her carrying a cane. Are you really scared of somebody Let who's walking you behind you, who's your own age, 57, 60 years old, with a cane? It's not a young thug. People complain, right? They say that, you know, there's systemic racism because, you know, I can't walk down the street and, you know, if a white person sees me coming, they'll cross the street. If that lady had, uh, 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 whatchamacallit, uh, situational awareness and was looking around and saw this man following her, Right. For no other reason that he was just a man, didn't matter his skin color, and she decided to wait and not go into the subway mm -hmm. and he would have cried racism. What do you think people would have said? What do you think? Do you think people would have been on her side or they would have been on his yeah, side? Yeah, well, this is where you don't care anymore. I don't care. I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just trying to not get hit in the head with a hammer. Yeah, but I mean, right. Yeah, and you're right, and I agree, but forget about the races right now. Forget Unfortunately, about it. no, you know the the powers that be don't agree. Everything is social justice. Everything we were so close. We were so close. I remember doing comedy ten about ten years ago, maybe fifteen years ago, and every single black comedian had the same joke: how hard it was to catch a cab. And yeah. then the jokes, those jokes were considered hacky. Like, ah, eh, that's a don't even say it. you can't even do that joke because it's not true anymore. Yeah, it right. wasn't true. No? Cabs were stopping for black people. We were so close to uh, not unity, but at least live and let live here in, the, in this metropolis. And then we had this, uh, you know, just people wanted to divide us again because that's that's the only way they can get votes. Did you see this woman that uh, we don't have the story? It happened a couple of weeks ago. She was an Uber driver. She was a mother of four kids and she picks up this fucking guy and they're driving. And he pulls a gun out and it's on her, her Uber camera. And she's like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? Like, you're really going to rob me? Like, I have four kids or whatever. He put, makes her pull over, takes her out of the car, walks her into the woods and freaking kills her. A mother of four for nothing. For nothing. He killed her for nothing. It's, it's savagery, man. And it's all over the country. It's crazy. Well, it's crazy.
A mother of four. I don't know how we're going to get it. Uh, there's not enough cops right now to do it. Um, <laughs> there's not even enough soldiers. When you, when you think about uh, deployment or anything like that, sending people over there, even if it's just to help out, you know, we're, our, our military is barren. I told this kid I know at 20 years old is in good shape. I said, you better get ready, buddy. Because right now they're they're asking, they got rid of everybody. They got rid of well, everybody who well, wasn't vaccinated, right? And, yeah, then, yeah. and now... And now they're gonna. They, if they do a draft, who are they gonna draft? These people with bones through their noses and and, and purple it doesn't, hair. You think and, they care? And they're over and they're overweight. They can't and they smoke drugs and, and do they you don't think do they care? They, they, they don't care. You're not gonna. They're, well, they're gonna. When it comes they time for a draft. You still gotta pass gonna, physical standards. You they're gonna come to your house. Standards. They're gonna drag you out. They're gonna send you over there. They might not oh even have God. to send you over here if it winds up over here on our shores. Well, yes. let's just. Uh, I got more. I got more folks. Believe that. Just I'm just looking over the chat over here. Hmm. Jen Lowe says she did hear about the Uber thing. I didn't hear about that. Um, it was horrible. Let me see if I find it. It's disgusting. I believe. Uh, Real with Robo. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Escape from New York in real life, Mark. I yeah. know. I know. You know, you're 100% Snake, right. Snake Diskin. You're 100% right. Okay. Uh, let me see what else I got for you over here. Where were we? Um, which one is this one? Oh, this is... Um, <laughs> this one's actually a little funny, Angel. Look at this one. Ohio teacher oh, placed on leave after sex tape was airdropped to 200 students. Now, mind you, this is an all boys school she teaches at, and this was a clear mistake. Usually, men are caught like this. Like I remember the advent of social media and computers and stuff like that. We're always getting caught uh, corresponding with somebody other than our wives. That's because we weren't so savvy on it. But this time, mm. a woman, complete accident. Cle Cleveland school teacher is under fire after she accidentally airdropped her sex tape to roughly 200 students. And it wasn't with another kid, right? It wasn't with a student. It was no, just I think it's with her, like, tape. a husband or something. Yeah, it was a personal sex tape. It was a Kardashian type of... I wonder if it was a compilation tape or was it just with one... <laughs> the best of... <laughs> Because uh, I put them to, I got compilation tapes. I got the best of. Oh, you filthy animal! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't have any of that stuff, man. <laughs> I don't have any of that oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You got you got videos of you getting hostile with the suspect. No, nothing, nothing <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Where's the we prodigy? Got? We're gonna make videos in jail, me and him. Uh, the prodigy called me today. Oh, yeah, yeah, we spoke for five minutes on the shower, uh, but I, I I was jumping into my cold shower. I said, "Listen, I gotta go. The, the water's getting colder." <laughs> An Uber driver begged for her life and pleaded that she had four children before Penn Hills man fatally shot her in what investigators believe was a robbery attempt, according to dashcam video. Allegheny County Police charged Calvin Crew in the killing of 38-year-old Christy Spacuza whose body was found in Mon Monroeville last weekend. <laughs> he is charged with homicide and robbery. Well, that's horrible. I want to show you this. If you live upstate New York or if you know any, have any information, or if I'm, if this case is, I, I'm trying to get updates on it, but I can't seem to find it. It's um, like he froze to death. They say that, they say that there's no, um, no foul play suspected. 
Yeah, I don't know, but uh, what, what was he doing? Where was he going? I mean, he apparently he's he walked up to college. He was probably drinking, and he and he sat in. Front there of the you go. He, well, you're talking about out. drinking. You're talking about drinking. Now, most of the time when they do this drinking, this excessive drinking, it's not alone. Uh, it's yeah, usually right, probably some right. type of hazing yeah, uh, right, thing. Yeah. My my son when he went to uh, he went to college upstate. So did my daughter. I thank God every day that they made it out because he was in a frat. She was in a sorority. It's you know you don't know what I wish my daughter what the hell college upstate. what the hell they're doing um you know when they're up there I remember I went to um to see my my son's uh he, he when he moved into the house because the first first couple of years you have to stay um on the campus dorm. on the dorm yeah, yeah yeah and um and he was so proud of the house and I walked in there and it was disgusting man Animal it looked house. it looked like you just took uh, a garbage that was, you know, in the summer, ninety <laughs> degrees, and just with banana peels and open cans of tuna and flies, and just dropped it right there on the couch in the living room. And he loved this place, man, because he was with all his friends. Oh, and then he shit. told me one time, well, I got drunk in this corner right here, and I, I was sitting there, and I was like, "Don't tell me that. You shouldn't have done that." But anyway, he got out of there. He's good. Oh, yeah, but um, yeah, this boy God. right here, uh, his name is Tyler. Lepresti Castro, he's in the pink shirt. He was uh, killed on, uh, well, he died on January 30th. He oh, froze horrible. to death in uh, Oneada, which is a college town. He had his college ID on him. Horrible. And um, apparently the police who were doing the investigation had a hard time getting his phone records and stuff like that, but they must have gotten him by now. They're asking for videotape. Uh, anybody who has uh, has a camera outside there, he seems to. Uh, there was a garage, some type of garage that he was found yeah. in front of. Mm -hmm. He also might have walked out of the tr uh, from the trees. He might have been drinking with your fr his friends and then just drifted off and went somewhere to be by himself. Who knows? Somebody knows something. Do you so remember a story? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Do you remember a story a few years ago? There was a girl. It was, I believe, similar circumstances. And she passed out, or she sat in front of a firehouse, mm, and they no. got a they got a call, and they came out on the on the on the fire call, and they ran her over and they killed her. Wow! You never heard that? No. no yeah, no. she fell asleep in front of the firehouse. She passed out in front of the you know the door that goes up and down the garage door uh -huh. in the firehouse, and they went on a call and they came out and they ran her right over. <laughs> That's horrible. It's, it's well, crazy. If anybody has any information regarding. Tyler Lepresti Castro. Um, that's the phone number right there. To call 607-432-1111 or the New York, uh, New York State University Police at Oneata, 607-436-3550. There's also an anonymous tip line, and that's local.nixle.com slash tips slash city dash of dash oniana and, or just call um, your local police department and tell them yeah. and the detectives will get in touch with the with the cops it's a shame because you know we both have horrible, sons horrible. and we they, yeah, you know, know when they're in college and you don't know what to do they have no idea how you know a mom and dad are turning over constantly you, 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 know, you, can't you sleep turn your you 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 send your kid off to college and i have i mean i could tell you a horrible story about someone close to me that lost his son recently you know over 
it was a tragedy, you know, the kid was at school and he just, you know, he passed away and it's, it's the worst thing. Mm. It's the, you wouldn't wish it on your worst enemy, man. It's horrible. Folks, if you're enjoying the show so far and you haven't, please subscribe. Click like, subscribe. We also have an Instagram page. It's called Police Off the Cuff. Uh, join our Instagram. And uh, we'd love, we have merch. Uh, Rachel, Rachel, Raquel Apronza, she says that uh, we should have our own merch. And maybe we could do something, um, put together some merch, maybe something, may one may so. Uh, but we have a merch. It's attached to our YouTube page. Uh, we also have a YouTube membership that you can, if you if you want to help uh, support the show, please go there. Um, also, we have a Patreon. That's where I always go. That's where the intelligent people go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, our Patreon <laughs> is www.patreon.com slash police off the cuff. Patreon.com police off the cuff. Please, if you're enjoying the show and you want to help us out, and you want to contribute, um, please help us out on the Patreon. Patreon.com, Police Off The Cuff. Uh, Real with Robo at Mark Carroll Does Cincinnati. Um, what was that in regards to? Refresh my memory. I'm lost now. Now that I started with this stuff. Uh, good good contact info there. Yeah, thank you. I want to always help out. Um these parents, these poor parents that have these, uh, this son, for example, what are they going through, man? Oh, I can't even imagine. Oh, no. I don't want to think about it. Jen Lowe says a parent should never have to bury their child. I agree with you. Not the natural. And, um, uh, you know, right? let's talk about this war a little bit because a lot of people, uh, it's far away and it's, uh, it's a horrible thing that's happening. But, um, you know, like one of the things that I saw, which uh, I'm trying to find this picture. It's a boy saying goodbye to his dad at the train station. Oh, yeah. I thought I had it there. Oh, sad, yeah. What the hell? Where did, where did I do with it? Well, it was a little a girl, no? Uh, no, this one was a little boy. He was saying goodbye to his father at the train station. He had to get on the train and leave. And um, it breaks my heart. And then there was another a video. Uh, I, didn't, I couldn't play that because I would have cried. But it's a, a video of a boy. Oh, could I be the same it. boy having a, to, the father's talking to him, telling him, "Don't worry, everything's going to be okay." And you're putting your your your, your child on on this uh, subway, and it's just uh, it, it's a flashback to um, you know when the Nazis, uh, yeah, separating the Jews, yeah, yeah. And, and putting them on those on the on those uh, subway cars yeah. to to yeah. to their death, you know, to the concentration ah. camps where they would find their demise, mm -hmm. and that's what it reminds me of. And you know, it's like so. It's so dark. You ever see the pictures that come out of it, like the video? It's like it looks like from a time past. Horrible, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is it about those those countries over there, man. Like you look at a picture of me in New York, you're like, oh, this is you know 2022. You look at a picture, yeah. it could be today. It doesn't have to be the war. You just take it over there in in Russia or the Ukraine or Albania, and it just looks, it looks like different. you're in 19 yeah. like 1965. Yeah. Like, why right. is it yeah. so dark there? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. And then um. Yeah, it's 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 bad news. Um, what else do we got? You know, and everybody's uh, trying to help out the Ukraine. I mean, they're, they're doing everything they can except sending bodies over there. To, they don't, they don't want to send NATO. Nobody wants to send any help. But the Ukrainians are stepping up. Look at these guys. That's the Klitschko brothers. Ooh. Yeah, Hall of Fame boxers. Vitaly. No hand to hand combat with them. And my Vladimir. Friend. They will break your jaw. Yep. They're Those big guys. boys too. They're like six six. And if that wasn't enough, Wait, Triple G. 
Vasily Lomachenko. He's yeah. uh he's thrown he wants to fight too. He's taking up arms. He's got a he's got a rifle. Steven and, Seagal too. Oh yeah? No, nah, I don't know about <laughs> Seagal. But this I'm telling guy, you, Steven Seagal. If they could oh, find, Drago. If they could Drago. Find, but the thing is, he might be Russian. Yeah, exactly. You know, I looked it up to try to find out whether uh, Ivan was... Uh, he's Russian. Was... He's yeah, Russian. Yeah, he's yeah, Russian. yeah, yeah, yeah. If he dies, he dies. I will break you. I, I must mean, break before you. any of this went down, if they could have just got one of these two guys to fight this guy, could have saved a lot of problems. The winner keeps the land. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And this poor president, by the way, this guy has balls of steel. I got to tell you, man. He the, he could have he was offered an opportunity to flee, um, you know, get out of Kiev and take his people with him. He said, "No, nah, I don't need a ride. I need more ammunition." That's God right. bless this guy. God yeah, bless this guy. Is- and now they got four hundred mercenaries. Supposedly, these Chechen guys—they're the super, super, uh, super team. Those are the guys that uh, you remember. They did the um. The gassing in the uh, the theater, the Chechen in, uh, in the theater, they killed all these women and kids that were in the theater. The Chechen no. rebels took it over, and, and the Russian special forces went in there, and they, and they gassed to get them out, and they ended up killing all the civilians inside the theater. This was about 20, 25 years ago. Yeah, that's sick. I never heard of that. They're not the ones that went into uh, to get Scarface in Miami, right, when he was in the mansion? <laughs> those guys look like Chechens. No, those are Colombians. Those are okay. Colombians. I hope I thought they uh, they outsourced that job. Those were this Colombians. Guy, this guy I never was liked pissed. you, Tony. <laughs> this guy was pissed. Ukrainian sailor sinks Russian boss. He he had a boss, and I worked. He worked for this guy, and um, I didn't see this the story. The guy's yacht was pot, parked. This oh, guy, shit. his Russian boss. Is, uh, is, is, is loaded now. and then you know this guy is his underling apparently so he <laughs> snuck on the boat and he opened up all the valves oh, shit. <laughs> uh, i'm gonna do that to my old sergeant in jttf i'm gonna go sink yeah, his man. boat so people are um yeah there's a lot of people that you know a lot of listen we are... could joke we could we make light of it because it's it's cops right it's what we do we make jokes uh, or else we lose our mind with all the shit that we see but this is a crazy crazy crisis that, that's going on in 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 the ukraine and uh, with russia and it's 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 horrible i mean these people we have the united states of america where we're teaching our kids that they're 975 genders and that the united states is america with the kkk <laughs> in america and we're teaching our kids to hate our country and ingratiating them mm-hmm. and that the blue lives matter flag is fascist and that, you know, uh, black people are oppressed in this country and blah, 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 blah. And then you go to the Ukraine and you have women and children who are ready to pick up AK-47s and make Molotov cocktails to fight for their freedom. We're doing something wrong in this country, my friend. Yep. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you that um, we're definitely doing something wrong. And I th- idle hands when you have too much time. And I hate to say it, you know, because it's horrible, but, you know, war cleanses the palate, man. Wakes everybody up. I mean, we, you know, we're used to watching the, the wars overseas and watching like it's like a like a video game. The last war that we got into with the Gulf when that was over in like three days, we bombed the crap out of the. Um, and then they're seeing the way we left Afghanistan, these other countries. That's why this happened right now. 
when we left this Afghanistan is, that way, we just everybody looked at us like, "Whoa, man, these people are weak. They're doing the they're doing first, stupid things." This is the first war that's being broadcast on social media, and I say it all the time, and you probably saw it on my Twitter and my and my Instagram. Weakness invites conflict. When you're weak, you open yourself up, right? Mm -hmm. And we're weak on the world stage. And let me tell you something, folks. Newsflash: the United States is overflowing with soft targets. We are a soft target. The country is a soft target. Mm -hmm. Don't think that they're not going to bring this fight. If they bring this fight here, that they're not going to attack all the soft targets we have in this country. People better be ready, man. Is yeah, I'm ready. it's not. It's it's just not what's happening over there between the Ukrainian and uh, Ukraine and uh, Russia, but you know China sitting there eyeing uh, Taiwan. Taiwan. If there's, ever, yeah. if there's ever a day, North Korea shooting nuclear missiles, uh, testing them. You know, you're in South Korea. Cyber right attacks. Cyber attacks. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, you wouldn't worry about a cyber attack. If they attack our grid and shut down our electricity, oh my God. Cyber attack water, the water supply. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. Uh, we could go on and on about this. It, it, the sewer, the sewer system. I mean, it's all controlled by computers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? To, you say that. You say it. that, and it's all controlled by computers, but then I see these guys running around. With machine guns, they're they're making Molotov cocktails. These ladies, um, yeah, and that's the way that war looks like. It's from thirty years ago over there. They're on the ground. They're running. They're fighting. They got tanks, you know. Guerrilla so uh, it's a yeah. it's a different ground type war. of war. That's that's mm -hmm. going. It's they, they, it's a throwback. But if they come so, to the United States, if they bring that war to us, they're gonna go. They trust me. They're gonna get here by computer first. <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna fucking, they're gonna sabotage the shit out of us through the computers. And we got just as much technology. We could do it back to them, but you know, it's gonna. They're trying everything they can with these uh, sanctions and stuff like that. But you know, if you don't think this enough. guy's preparing, he's prepared. He's been preparing. He's got American dollars, care. cash, a hundred billion dollars stored in some we warehouse. Bought, we bought five hundred thousand barrels of oil from him last week after he started this fucking craziness and biden won't get the keystone pipeline going we could have made eight hundred and thirty thousand barrels but we bought five hundred thousand from him i don't get it it doesn't you're going make sense. to be paying ten dollars a gallon soon and nobody's going to well, be driving we're going to be walking my hellcat my hellcat is going to be a serious collector's item because that shit is not moving because i got to put super duper gas in that shit and i'm not paying fifteen dollars a gallon for gas mm. Well, we're running out of time. Let's just go through the um, the chat. We got four minutes thing. left. Well, I just want to sit, talk to the chat. Uh, Raquel Pranzo, she says that's that's um, real with Robo. If we're so weak, why does anyone want to fight their damn war? Let the strong countries fight in fight then. Well, they have NATO over there, but the problem is these wars never ever end. And the, uh, another thing is, uh, America supports NATO. Remember when Trump was saying, "Yeah, uh, it'll be nice." No, because they wanted to be, but the, UK, the the NATO didn't want them. They didn't want to like get involved. They didn't want to get involved with Russia. Now it's too late. Yep. Okay, uh, Nikki, I seen where they were was making gas in bottles with the yeah Molotov uh, cocktails. Yeah, Molotov cocktails. They were, they were doing it professionally. Gina G, whole world witnessed what happened in Afghanistan, and we're known as weak. Yeah, that was a bad. That was really bad. That's right. This guy's. Yeah. A, and you know, I don't even blame Biden because I, I think he's just like uh, I think I think he's like basically a puppet that they throw out there. I think there's somebody else pulling the strings. A lot of people, the whole, the whole cabinet, and they're all idiots. 
the Manchurian candidate. Uh, what do we have? We have some land space to help you between them and you. Yeah, well, um, that's for right now, by the way. We have land space. <laughs> Don't forget, we go over there. We're sending American soldiers over there. Everybody at some point is going to have to. They're going to. You're going to be feel stupid sitting on the sideline and watching all these people die. And you yeah. have NATO there, who's supposed to protect the whole rest of Europe, and nobody's going to. Nobody, you, you're just going to let them keep fighting. You know, they want peacekeepers. The people are asking for peacekeepers in the street. Who's going to be the peacekeepers? It's going to be UN peacekeepers. It's going to be part of NATO. It's going to be. It's, it's, everybody's going to get affected by this. Uh, let me do one one last story. Hey, Whoa. Jeffrey A. Lieberman, you are today's are idiot. Freak of nature. Whether What's a work of art. Nature about that chocolate mama right there. It's not she's, freaky um, shit. It's it. She did this photo right here. Can you scroll? He's up? a doctor. I don't see the rest of that. No, that's it. Um, he's a doctor who went on Twitter, and for no reason at all, I guess he was just trying to once again be humorous. Humor Freak is not me. the place for um, Twitter. Is not the uh, humor is not the place on Twitter unless no. It looks like he was virtual signaling. Or whether she's a freak of nature or he was virtual signaling and it bit him in his ass. Good for him. Well, people saw it as racist. And then he apologized yeah. for being racist. I don't understand. Like, if you say something and you didn't mean it to be racist and then somebody took it as being racist and then you be like, no, I wasn't I'm being, sorry racist, for being racist. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like admit to something I didn't do. But this guy jumped out. That's if why you're not a professional yeah. comedian, do not put Stupid. jokes on Twitter unless you want to lose your job. It she never works out in your favor. To me. She didn't look like a freaking nature to me. Shit. She well, there, there's rumors that um, that the Guinness Book of World Record said she had the darkest skin in the world, which is a lie. Nobody. What? The Guinness I Book tell of you, World. I, I, I had Mama Do Diallo driving a cab on East Chimon and Park Avenue, who was purple. The guy oh. was so dark. Are you kidding me? She's nowhere near. Yeah. No way. No, no, no. But that was the rumor about her. Uh, you know, to build her up in a way, especially for this photo shoot. Uh, look at what it says. She is in the Guinness Book of World Records for having the darkest skin ever seen on Earth. As a model? She, she is also known as the Queen of the Dark. Well, she is known as the Queen of the Dark, but that is a lie. She, the Guinness Book of World Record does not um, test people's skin. Stupid. You got anything to promote, one. buddy? No, um, no, no TV appearances coming up. No, no. Yeah, the um, war uh, threw a wrench in, in your in you guys' uh, things. You yeah, know, because, I got no, too play much work. Radio, my friend, they don't like put me on the TV as much as you know, as little as they can. Um, no, listen, I do my uh, I do my thing on Twitter and on Instagram. Big Recon, there it is. Big Recon man, both Twitter and Instagram. I do my advocacy for my police. Um, I go after the uh, bleeding hearts on uh, Twitter. Um, I hit them where it hurts professionally, right? And always with dignity and respect. Um, that's my thing. That's where I'm at. Well, folks, I this weekend, Saturday night, Friday, I'm doing a private. You're not invited. But Saturday night, I'll be in Brooklyn at the Eastville Comedy Club. Eastville Comedy Club is on Atlantic Avenue downtown brooklyn great club funny comedians probably be there with janine garofalo if you've ever heard of her oh yeah yeah we do shows all okay the time. okay wow uh, there i burped again i'd like to meet her i'd like to meet her yeah i can introduce you to her she's a good friend of mine 
But um, anyway, I wouldn't say good for them. It's an acquaintance. I see her all the time. You're dropping, you're dropping names. It's what you guys do in Hollywood. I get it. You're dropping yeah, names, baby. <laughs> Mark, you need to come to Tennessee. I, you know, I was, I wasn't far oh, from Tennessee. I I'll go to, with you. I would love to go to Tennessee. I'll go anywhere. I, I just went to um, New Orleans. Not New Orleans. Where's the music capital, country music capital of the world? Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, I was in Nashville telling jokes. That's Tennessee. Not too long Tennessee. ago. Is he? It is yeah, Nashville, Tennessee. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. There you go. There goes my. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not as dumb as I look. Because <laughs> my high school education coming out right now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I can't mention. Look at this. Look, yeah. Well, Nikki mentions liquor stores are being told not to sell Russia-made liquor. I, I listen. I agree with that. What I don't agree with, and what uh, actually, I'm, when I see them throwing it out like this, I'm like, whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. You see the meme <laughs> of Pelosi underneath the underneath the bottles going like this. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I see the vodka going getting thrown out like that. I'm like, oh, oh, easy, easy. Yeah, it's blasphemous. <laughs> don't don't throw the vodka in the sewer. Just put it away. Yeah, just give it to me, man. Anyway, we're at the hour, we'll folks. Try. Man, this was a, a, a. I'm having a lot of fun doing the show with you, Angel. I gotta say, thank you. Me too. And bro. I'm I'm having a lot of fun uh, with the people in the chat, our family over here in the chat. Um, Real with Robo, Mark, yes, come to Memphis. Bring Angel and everyone. Oh, my God, my horse is oh, here. I would, oh, listen, I'd love horse. I'd love to look at him. I wouldn't get on it. I would, both of us, the two of us, I weigh 250 pounds. I wouldn't want me on my back. So, uh, But I love <laughs> looking at him. I love looking at him. I'll pet them. You know what I'm saying? Give them some uh, whatever they, they say, hey, whatever they eat. But, um, oats. Oats, yeah, yeah, give them some oats. But I'm not – I feel bad for the horses. I wouldn't Carrots. want me on them. Uh, Margaret O'Hearn, great show. Mark and Angel motivators. Thank you so much, folks. Thanks Thank for you. tuning in. We'll be back Thursday. We have uh, Thomas Verney coming in. Um, he's coming in. He's going to talk to us about uh, the future of police work and stuff like that. He's going to be a great guest. I'll put up his bio shortly. Um, so thanks a lot, everybody. We have love you guys. Bendiciones. Thank you.